0: Face in Fool, the podcast. Have you ever felt like God was mad at you and He might not forgive you this time? Or are you worried that He was going to spit you out because you're lukewarm? Why is it that we think like this? Maybe it's because we're told to think like this. Today's episode of Grace and Full podcast is going to be about God's acceptance. And you're thinking, well, of course he accepts us. He loves us. Well, we don't always feel that way or think that way. I know when I was growing up, I thought God was mad at me a lot. And I wasn't sure if there was t- times where I would be forgiven because of some of the things that I was taught, sadly, incorrect. So the first episode of the Grace and Full podcast, I went over the top ten basic truths about who you are and uh, what it means for us under grace and things about us, including forgiven and that you're a saint and that you're righteous and uh, that you were blameless things like that. We went over different things. One of those was you're accepted. And so I want to talk about that today because I think, and I know growing up, I knew a lot of people, including myself, who kind of saw God as an angry you know, deity, an angry creator who was mad at the world. And you've heard the cliche of God being uh, a kid on the anthill with the magnifying glass. And a lot of people really do think that about God. And It changes how we perceive our relationship with Him, and it keeps us at a distance from Him. And that's not what God intended at all. So before we dive in, this episode is going to be shorter, and they will be from here on out. The first episode was quite long, had a lot in it, but uh, they're going to be about 10-15 minutes. It's just going to take probably a a misconception or a perspective that many believers have that causes us to struggle and then show a um, correct perspective based on grace and how God sees us and we'll be going over some of the things diving into some of the things that we talked about last episode at the top 10 things about grace and you so let's go ahead and dive in and the first thing I want to bring up is how we view ourselves we're constantly told that we're, we're not doing Enough good things. We're constantly told that we keep doing the wrong things and that God's not happy with us. And maybe you're not told that, but it's the idea that we receive. It's the feeling we get that God is disappointed because we're not doing what He wants us to do and we keep doing what He doesn't want us to do. And uh, we just keep going through the cycle of, man, I keep doing all the wrong things and I don't know if God will forgive me, and man, I'm not doing the things God wants me to do. I'm not doing enough right things. I'm not doing enough good things to the point where I don't know if God is happy with me, and I'm afraid he's going to spit me out. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. And one thing I thought about was, you know, when we all get saved, most of us all, you can probably remember when we got saved. It was at a church event, a church revival, at a youth camp, at a kids camp, and there was always that one message where the speaker or the preacher uh, gave a really good message and spread uh, shed the light on. The, the truth of our sinful nature and our need for salvation. And that was the first time that you realized that you were a sinner and you needed a savior. You needed forgiveness. And you opened up your heart and you went and you put your faith in Christ and you became a Christian that day. Unfortunately, ever since then, you've been told the same thing over and over. You're a sinner. You keep doing the wrong things. That's not good, because that's not what Christians are supposed to do. Christians are supposed to do this and that. Well, you're not doing those things either. Man, and you just get bogged down with this constant, um, almost depression, I guess. I mean, just this feeling that God is just disappointed in you. And somewhere along the way, I'm sure it happened for me in middle school multiple times, my youth group and people in the youth group and the pastor of that church—I I remember getting uh, hearing those references to God's going to leave you to your sinful desires. God is going to spit you out because you're not hot or cold, and it left me feeling, quite frankly, pretty uh, dis discouraged of my life with Christ and this intimate relationship I'm supposed to be having, and it wasn't until I found the truth that I actually experienced a relationship, and intimacy, and a closeness, and I know that now I can walk side by side with God and not have the guilt and not feel like God's mad at me anymore. So, the first thing I want to point out is that, one, your salvation is forever, It's always going to last. We can know this because of grace. Under grace, we are free to live and be imperfect. It is okay to not be perfect because God doesn't want us to be perfect. He wants us to live under grace and rest in Him. Jesus is the perfect one, right? Romans 6 says, knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, (laughs) that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin, and we are now free from sin. And that just means that we are free, and we don't have to be slaves to this sinful nature. We can live in our new nature. Because last week we talked about the old has passed away, all things are new, we are a new creation, we are actually able now to walk according to the Spirit instead of according to the flesh, like Romans says. Another thing we can know is that we are being sanctified. We are in the process of sanctification. I think I hit on that in the first episode, that sanctification is the process of God perfecting us. No, we're not going to be perfect, but it is the process of God working in us to get rid of the old habits that are in the flesh. We're still in this earth, and we're not going to be perfect. We're still going to sin. We're still going to be tempted, and we're still going to fail. But because of grace and because of sanctification, God's not mad at you when you sin. One, all your sins are forgiven anyway, but two... He's not surprised, he's not angry, he's not upset. It's just, well, that's okay. That's not who you are. You're not a sinner anymore. Don't get discouraged, just keep on going. It's okay. My son died for you, and his blood covers you. I see you as righteous. Hebrews 10 says, For by a single offering he has perfected, For all time, those who are being sanctified. Philippians one six says, I am sure of this. He who began a good work in you will bring it to completion in the day of Jesus Christ. So we know that we're being sanctified. It's a process. We don't have to be perfect from day one. And because we live under grace, we're not required to be perfect. you say, what about in the Bible where it says, god's going to leave you to your sinful desires or he's going to spit you out because you're lukewarm well that verse there's a specific verse it says god gave them over to their sinful desires but it's talking about a very specific them and nowhere does it say that you have to keep asking for forgiveness asking for forgiveness because it's already forgiven god is not going to just all of a sudden say well you know what you keep sinning and you keep sinning i'm just going to let you go and and take back the salvation That doesn't make any sense, for one, and and that goes against God's character, and it goes against God's grace. So we know that that's not true. And lukewarm Christians, that is referring to a church in Revelations of Laodicea, and God says, you're neither hot nor cold, I want to spit you out. That's talking about water. And... The the characteristics and properties of water. Hot water is rejuvenating. Hot water is is uh, healing. You know it has healing properties. Cool, cold water, crisp, refreshing, good to drink. Lukewarm, it's gross. It doesn't do anything. And that's what God was saying. You you don't do anything you don't provide anything as a church not as a person this is not to a person this is to a church a group of believers who aren't providing anything that's that's the best way I look at it is you're not providing uh, hot water that's good hot water's good you're not providing cold water that's good you're just providing lukewarm water it does nothing there's no usefulness to what you're doing. And that is what that means. But people misconstrue it and make it to where you're either on fire for God or not for God. He'd rather you be one of the two, not in between. And you, I don't even know when I finally stopped to think about what is an in-between Christian. What does lukewarm mean? And that's when I found out it's talking about water, and water is good in both cases. It's not. He doesn't want you to be good or bad. So, the next thing is about doing the good things. Well, for one, there are a lot of Bible verses that you can find that people will tell you, see, this is where God commands us to do the right things and be obedient. Yes, you're right. But we aren't called to do it by ourselves and in our own strength. We will never be good enough in our own flesh to please God and get His seal of approval. That is what grace is for also. Ephesians 2:10 talks about God preparing us or preparing good works for us to walk in. Which means it's not about doing the good works. It's about walking in obedience. Walking. That sounds easy, right? It's not about trying, it's not about working hard. It's about walking in obedience, trusting God following where he's leading and he has prepared beforehand good works for you to do that if you trust and follow him you're gonna do them because you're walking in obedience and you're gonna go down the road and you're gonna feel god tugging at your heart as they like to say or you're gonna feel this sensation or you're just going to feel led to go talk to this person or to pray for this, or to, to do this. Uh, little things like that. Good works that God has called you to do in. And the Holy Spirit produces these good works in you, expresses himself through you, and produces the fruit. Just hit on that real quick. A lot of people think that we're supposed to be producing fruit by our actions, and that's not true. The, the fruit of the Spirit is uh, something that, the Holy Spirit makes inside of us. Matthew eleven thirty says that God wants us to rest. Jesus will give rest because his yoke is easy and his burden is light. It it's I'm not saying that being a Christian is easy and following God is easy. I'm just saying that it is not um expected of us to all right, you're a Christian cool now here's your your uh, list of commandments go do them good luck no that's not what it is so real fast just before we go we live under grace we are being sanctified we are able and free to live perfectly imperfect lives he has made you righteous he's made you clean he has made you new he accepts you and loves you and and you are never uh, on his bad side. He is not an angry dad. He is a loving father who has made you alive in him to live and, and, and experience his grace and his rest. And I hope that is encouraging to you. I hope that if you ever feel discouraged, just remember God does love you and he is not mad at you when you sin he is there to encourage you and lift you up well i'm nick and this is the grace and full podcast thanks for checking it out and be looking for more episodes to come you can stream on spotify apple music deezer tell all your friends find me on instagram and twitter and check out my website at graceandfull.com thank you and god bless